welcome back to another episode of Backstage, the Bachata Podcast, where you get to know artists, DJs, and organizers from the Bachata scene on a whole new level. My name is Lucy. And my name is Jan. And today is the first time where we have a videographer on the show. His name is Johannes, but he goes by Bachata Media, and I'm pretty sure you've seen his work either on Instagram or on YouTube. So, of course, the conversation is going to be all about making bachata videos and he's going to share a lot of tips on how you can improve your own videos if that's what you're into but um he's also going to give us an insight into his mindset and his approach on how to become really good at your craft regardless of what that is so really excited for that one lucy take it away hello hello so today we are going to welcome johannes from hamburg germany he is up and coming, and most of you probably know him as Bachata Media, either seeing videos of his from Instagram, Facebook, or even YouTube. Yeah, um, my name is Johannes, uh, as you introduced uh, really well before. Um, I live in Hamburg, and basically I got into the Bachata scene around three and a half years ago, and ever since couldn't get out of it in a positive way. And I basically started. Um, to film dances. In the beginning, it was just for fun um, with the phone. Um, and I was always curious about creating things, creating videos, and capturing and transporting the magic behind Bachata and two people connecting in that beautiful way. <laughs> and when exactly, when exactly was that, that you started making videos on a, let's say, a bit more on a professional level? Um, I think professional is pretty much subjective in that um, way. And basically there wasn't real, there was one point in time where I decided um, that what I do with Bachata Media and also what we do by now, we're a small team uh, that works together, which I'm really happy about. And um, where I said, okay, if I continue with this, where is it supposed to go? How do we want to go about it? What is our goal with this? And that's when I um, started to constantly look for ways to do new things, uh, improve the quality of what we do. I don't have a background as a professional videographer or anything, um, but I've always been interested in creating and videos. And I've like back then when the whole YouTube thing started, I followed a lot of. Um, yeah, people sharing their knowledge about fitness back then and other topics. And I was really fascinated by how you can connect with people all over the world over a common topic and um, kind of, yeah, live out your, your passion in whatever way that may be. And in this case, um, basically, uh, I developed this big passion for creating videos with dancers. And, um, that was basically the starting point of that was uh, with Bachata Magic 2019. Um, yeah! Amazing festival. Shout Woo! out to Bachata Magic. <laughs> <laughs> the fun fact, you both were there as well. <laughs> yes. And maybe you can uh, really quick uh, get into uh, like how you, how we met there. Like, I think it was kind of, it's kind of interesting that we had that connection back then already oh i'm being asked questions now oh <laughs> i'm on the other side 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's where we met. We met dancing at Bachata Magic, and it was really awesome. I really enjoyed that. We danced not only at the festival, but also at the after <clears throat> party in the Burrito Loco stand at what, 7 a.m. in the morning? Oh, <laughs> I missed yeah. that. Miss <laughs> you missed the best after party. So that's where we met. And I think it's really awesome that you're here now. Um, and it's funny that, you know, you started your journey there. So it sounds like you started videography through bachata, not before that. Um, actually, kind of, yeah. I always make videos about things. And uh, like my sports background was um, horseback riding, actually. Like, that's what I grew up with. And um, there, of course, like I would always give the camera to my mom to uh, film me when I'm riding and um, to analyze afterwards. And um, yeah, I kind of liked experimenting around, but I really got into it when I started filming dances. When we had, for example, here in Hamburg, even way before Bachata Media, um, I got involved a lot with the Bachata scene here when I started my journey of dancing. And that's when I um, started to work together with um, people that drive uh, things forward here in terms of dancing, that teach, that organize events. And I wanted to contribute and I wanted to um, try out things and uh, just filmed with my phone, really simple. Um, started cutting together some videos and doing promotional videos for um, workshops that we organized. And it was actually at a workshop here in Hamburg I think it was in 2018, um, where one dance couple, uh, Chris and Noor, um, maybe you know them, um, where I filmed them and uh, where Noor was like, um, actually like they have a really good eye for it. And um, we have those big events and we're, we're booked at this event in Prague. Uh, would you be interested to get in touch with them and kind of help out and see what you can do? So I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, I've never been to a festival before that. Um, actually, I had been, but at that point in time, I hadn't been. So, yeah, I was really curious just about getting into that and um, went for it. <laughs> that's nice. Um, yeah, and that's, that's basically where I was like, okay, if I'm going to go there, and I'm going to be officially filming dancers there. Um, then I'm going to get some better equipment and get more into how to um, film with that equipment that I hadn't used before. And um, yeah, started investing into it. And actually, I can't even tell you really what I thought back then. I was just really excited by the idea of doing that, of working with those artists and being able to create something on my side. Um, being around this environment um, of this common interest of dancing, but also being able to add something to the art of those dancers to capture it and to yeah put it out there for other people. And what happened after that in the next couple of months was actually something I wouldn't have expected like that. Um, basically, a lot of amazing experiences. Um, also... A lot of things, um, a lot of stress sometimes also, because I really took on a lot uh, while finishing my studies and starting my business. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it and that's why I kept going. And 
Um, I'm really happy that I did it. <laughs> That's cool. That's a. It's really <laughs> impressive. A nice, a nice story. But then, so I, I, I remember. Um, I think your very first video that was in Prague, and it was Kikena here. So that was the mm -hmm. first time that you were shooting, because you said you just got some better gear, and you know you went with it and you filmed. Was that video the first time you filmed with a professional camera? Actually, um, I bought that camera the day before I went to that event. Are you serious? Yeah. That's so ballsy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to borrow equipment from a friend, but uh, I was looking for a longer time. And that's something that also a lot of dancers face. Like through making those videos with dancers, I have gotten a lot of questions. Like people came to me, hey, what camera do you use? Uh, how do you do this? How do you do that? And that's basically the trouble that everybody has when they get into that. Maybe you can relate with the podcast. You start looking into what microphone should I get? What software do I use? Yeah. You read all those things. And then basically I was like, okay, I don't know everything, but by what I know right now, I'm just going to get this camera. It's available. I'm just going to get it and not go with the equipment of my friend. And I'm just going to invest and I'll have it and I'll use it a lot. So on the way over there, I actually put together that setup for the first time. Oh man. But I had Love it. <laughs> but I had actually um I had um used um a more in quote unquote professional camera um before also, but not much. It was basically just yeah getting in touch with others that do such things and um playing around with it. But that's when I really got my equipment and started uh, using it regularly and learning everything about it. That's cool. After Bachata Magic then, because if you bought it, the... wait, so you learned all of this with the first videos through a few YouTube videos? Actually, no. Um, <laughs> I learned it by just, and that's what I always say. It's not about the equipment. Uh-huh. It's more about knowing how to, like one big factor with what I do um, is that I move a lot. When I film dances and a workshop demo, I really go into the circle <laughs> um, because I like this kind of look that it gives the, the dance. You can really play around a lot with the motion of the dancers. And it's basically actually like you're dancing with them. <laughs> and and I started doing that already the year before that when I filmed with my with my iPhone and uh, a little smartphone gimbal. So I knew how a gimbal works. I knew that you have to balance it out, that you have to that you can use different dynamics. Um, I call that creative motion, um, like that you really kind of move in a way that um yeah does something to the footage that you get out of it because that makes a big difference if you just stand and film or if you actually move with the dances and that's what really fascinated me and so i had experience with that already and that's why i tell people you don't need the perfect camera you need to learn how to capture those things and um, then you will know what kind of camera you need and then you just need to adjust and see how does that camera and that gimbal exactly work. 
And that was kind of a stressful moment that I had to figure that out with that setup the day before. Okay. I was starting to film the workshop demos, but it worked. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm guessing you need, you know, like Chris Anur said, an eye for something or at least practice it because, of course, moving around is great, but I mean, I'm sure you know, dancing is unpredictable. Sometimes you don't know what they're going to do if you don't know their show or the demo. Um, you can move in the completely wrong direction, right? Because you have to move at a pace that it's not disturbing. So you can still see the dance. Mm -hmm. But what if you end up walking in the opposite direction when they're spinning that way and then you're just filming their backs half the time? That can happen too, right? So I guess a lot of practice yeah, exactly. has to go into that as well. <laughs> It's basically a lot of intuition. Like if you think too much, it's going to be difficult. So you, you have to really um, decide, do I take the safe angle and they know where the camera is and I just have this shot or do I move around? And there's a few factors that you can control. Like for example, trying to make sure that the circle is as big as possible. Like I'm talking about the circle around the dancers right now for those listening that don't really know um, what this whole workshop demo thing is about. It's basically at the end of each bachata class on the festival that um, you know when the dancers basically present what they've taught in the dance. And it's really improvised. So like you said, Jan, um, you really have to kind of be intuitive and just make sure you have a good space and see what space are you going to use. And that's what I did. But as I said, I had experience with that from filming dances before, but it was the first time in such a context. I actually had even one event before that where I filmed with my phone <laughs> here in Hamburg. And um, you will be amazed. You can do really amazing things with your phone. But you have to be sure of your environment. What kind of light do you have? Um, and also what you want to do with it afterwards. That's where you don't have so much flexibility as if you have a system camera that has 4K, slow-mo options and everything. So you said before that, you know, you would like to move, you're moving with the, yeah, with the dancers, like to create that effect that you're basically dancing with them. Um, you mentioned things like, you know, that the light has to be good. But how, how can I, like, what are some basic things, you know, things that maybe you see people get wrong on, on Instagram? Like, what are some things that you can improve to, or like things you can apply, apply to make your videos, yeah, look maybe better or more dynamic? Yeah, often they look flat when you film them yourselves or get someone to film them. And obviously they haven't practiced, you know, generally when you want to film a video of yourself dancing with someone, you give your phone to someone, for example, they... They don't practice that intuition or move around and then the video looks a bit flat. Still nice, but yeah, any tips? Um, actually, you can really, like this is such a deep topic and um, actually you can go more and more down the rabbit hole. So I'm going to try to keep it kind of basic um, and give you something where each one that is listening, for example, if you're a dancer and you want to improve your videos, if I should name three things that are important for a good dance video, I would say in the beginning, you should think about, okay, what do I want to do with this video? Like, what is it for? 
who's going to see it and what do I want to achieve with it? Do I want to uh, send it to an organizer uh, that decides if I'm the right one to, to attend the festival? Is it for, for example, um, in Cadiz, uh, the event uh, where you really have to show that you have the skills to attend as an attendee, so to say? Um, then you should just have a big frame where every um, step is in frame and they can really see your technique and everything. But if you want to do something artistic where you just show the emotion of the dance, where you want the person that watches it to have a certain feeling, you want to transport a certain emotion, um, that's a very different thing. So that's the first thing that you should get right. You should really know what you want to achieve with this video. And then um, the second thing is, um, let's say you want to do an outdoor video and you have your dance partner and uh, you want it to be romantic or you want it to be a certain way. Then you have to decide, are you going to improvise and just be in the moment and have someone film you? Then just do that. Then don't try to... Um, look into the camera or like do certain special effects just be in the moment enjoy and have someone film you like you didn't even know it they just need enough space and someone who can operate the camera and um then it's gonna look natural and sometimes those clips are way better than the other option done wrong the other option um with the way you film your dance is that you plan everything through. That you say, I want this location. I want this in the background. I'm going to look into the camera at this point in the song. Um, I want those effects. I want different cuts. I want different camera motions. You can really plan all of that through, but then you should really plan all of it through. Because there's one thing you can't do. You can't, as a dancer, focus on um looking a certain way with your dance and communicating an emotion and also have in mind where the camera is and uh, how the light is and everything so if you want it to really be planned through you should have an exact choreography of you what you want to dance then so that whenever you perform it you can really feel it and you can kind of focus on where the camera is what shot to get and so on that's something that we've experienced uh, when we filmed dancers outside um, that we also had to learn, like how to communicate with them, like how to plan it. Because sometimes this really spontaneous shoot of us, for example, being in Berlin um, in summer and with um, Chris and Natalia, um, where we were at this party under the columns and uh, we said, I have an idea, hey, this location looks so cool. Let's just do a clip right quick. Just dance. Don't worry about me. Of course, we did a few takes, but they were really in the moment. And it's one of the most beautiful videos, uh, in my opinion, that we've captured um, with the location and also how they danced and how they enjoyed it and how natural it was. But you really need to decide. <laughs> I kind of went on a tension here. But that's a, the, the second thing you have to make sure of, that you know Either I plan everything through or 
I have a setup where I just have a cameraman that films me, where I also know he knows kind of how to do it. He knows how to operate the camera and it can just be a phone. And uh, he has a feeling for the dance. Like that's also one tip. Dancers have a good feeling on how to film dances because they know what is important, what angle, they know how to move with it, they feel it. And yeah, that's the second point, decide which option you're going to do. And the third point is basically that it's not about the gear. It is about knowing your gear, knowing what you have and how to work with it. And as I said, make sure that the lighting is well, which means if you have a camera that isn't performing really well in low light, that is determined if you're going to the technical side of things, also by the size of the sensor. For example, an iPhone has a really great camera, but it has a small sensor due to the size of the object. They don't have enough space for a big sensor. The sensor basically catches the light. So if you have a really low light situation, if it's really dark and you want to film, then you make, need to make sure that you have a light source that puts the dancers into focus and so the image isn't too dark or it's kind of grisly, you know, how do you say? Um, grainy, you know, I think. Grainy, exactly. So you need to know your gear and know what you can do with it. For example, if it's a sunny day and you're outside, you can do great stuff with your iPhone. But then also if you say, hey, I'm going to get really good equipment because I can do X, Y, Z with it. I can achieve a certain depth of field. You know, this effect when you have the dancer in focus and the background is kind of blurry, you can film in low light, like you have a lot of advantages, but only if you know how to use that camera. So that's my tip. Um, my, my tip about filming dances, basically know what you want to do, know what your goal is for the person that watches it, know what strategy you're going to go. Like if you're going to plan it all through, or if you just want to be in the moment, and if you're planning through, prepare it properly. And the third one, know your gear and use what you have. To me, so there are like these two sides, right? One is the, 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 the technical aspect of knowing your gear, and then the other one is planning the shoot. What I would be very interested in is, so those videos that you do more of like a natural approach, right? Where you just say, okay, just you said, I think you said, um, just dance as if I wouldn't be here. Right. So I think that that is what many people refer to. Like you just need to, I'm doing air quotes, like have an eye for that. Right. But if you, if you, if you look at your own videos, say one year ago, um, and then you compare it to now, how do you, how do you see your progress when it comes to like, yeah, developing your eye or developing that natural feeling to how a dance goes? I think, uh, it's kind of similar to, um, whenever you learn anything, like for example, let's say you're a dancer and you start going to events and you get really good and you have a good musicality and you can really start enjoying dancing because you don't think much anymore. You feel good, you get positive feedback from other dancers. And then you wanna, um, someone asks you if you could teach them. And then just like in your living room, you're like, yeah, sure, I'm gonna show you some basics. And then, you try to uh, explain it to someone and you think about it on a deeper level. You think about, am I even doing the basics right? 
like I feel good, I have fun, um, my follower enjoys it, but um, how do I actually tell them to do the basics? Am I doing them exactly how they are supposed to be? And that's the evolution. Like you start doing something, you get positive feedback and you feel like, oh, I kind of got it. And then if you keep going and you're willing to reflect and to improve, you're going to know, oh, there's a lot more that I don't know. And that's kind of how it was with my journey with um, videos and how it still is. Um, by now, I think I know all the areas that are important to um, that influence making a good video. I've had a lot of really good learnings from practicing it. Also, a lot of mistakes that I did. Like there was some footage where I edited through it whole video like I think there was like one to three videos where in the end I was like I'm not going to release this because some setting in the camera in that environment wasn't optimal and I wasn't satisfied with the quality of it and that's basically something you will never be able to learn everything up front and not make any mistakes so my advice is um, just know what your approach about it is of course, if you tell someone you're going to do something, you need to make sure you can do it. Um, but also be willing to make mistakes and learn from it and improve it. And always um, stay humble in terms of it. Like for me, I, I don't see myself as a videographer that much. Um, I've never done any film school or whatever. I was just really passionate about this as I started going. And I always um, started whenever I tried something new, learning more about it. I asked other people that are really well at it. Um, I talked to professional people. And um, that's when I, with each new thing that I did, got my feedback from doing it, tried to learn from mistakes. And then I saw, oh, I need to learn more about writing. I need to learn more about this. And also, um, by now, I'm really fortunate to have someone else on my side, uh, Leonard. Um, he's a really good friend of mine uh, from the Bachata scene in Hamburg. And he joined me on that journey um, in 2019. Um, I think it was in summer. Uh, and he just came with me to an event. And he was doing photography before that. And uh, then um, I taught him some stuff that I've learned. And then he learned also. And by now, he's really, really good, better than me in color grading and those kind of things. So we kind of by now found out, okay, what is, it kind of evolved, you know, I got other people in uh, that I worked with on projects. And I always looked at how can I achieve the results that we want to get? How can we achieve our vision? Um, and what people can help me with, with it and who can I give value with it. And uh, I kind of went off on a side tension here again, but um, basically that's something, um, if I look at those first videos, there's somewhere I would be like, I wouldn't change anything about it if I would do it today. Like the second video that I uploaded on Bachata Media with Kiki and Nahir at Bachata Magic, it's just amazing. I was there, I had the right camera settings. I didn't know why, <laughs> I just had them. Um, no, actually, no, that's, that's not true. You know what I did? 
I actually contacted a videographer, a professional videographer on YouTube. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be at that event. I do dance videos. Um, we don't know each other, but I would be really happy if you could give me a few tips. I was thinking about taking these camera settings for that environment. It's going to be indoors. And he was like, yeah, I would suggest you take this color profile and those measures. And I was like, okay, so thanks, nice. I'm going to do that. And that's something I would suggest you too, as I said earlier, just ask someone who knows it, take it, test it, and later on, you can adjust it and get better. And that's what I did, man. Well, you know what? You started this, this all off saying you don't feel like you're a videographer, but honestly, to me, that sounds like you are a videographer. I mean, it's just, you don't need to do a specific schooling in order to get a let's say title like that you seem to put a lot of time and effort into it and you're learning from people who know more and then you're helping people who are wanting to learn who you know in the whole progress of the ladder so i think that sounds amazing um 100%. and i would like, put you into a I, I would say you're a videographer i mean <laughs> i would say you're thing. an artist yeah <laughs> you're doing art <laughs> exactly like um it's when I said that, I meant um, I wouldn't know how to, like, how that describes me. But okay. um, I think we can produce really amazing, like, we produce really amazing videos. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Like, that's at least that's our, our goal. Like, yeah. whenever we do something, we set out to do it the best way we can after our um, values and mm -hmm. what we want to achieve. Like, I always had this approach. When I go to an event and I'm going to work and collaborate with the organizer, for example, or if I go out and a dance couple contacts me and is like, hey, we need a nice video. We want you to do it. Then I make sure that I know what they want and I tell them how I'm going to go about it and make sure I can do it the best way possible. And also that I add something to the art of that person. For example, at an event, my approach was, if I do this video, I want to add something from my side that I can influence because I can influence the dance. There's videos on YouTube um, that I filmed. Like, it's their art that people are watching, but also a part of our art by what we do with it, how we manage through those effects, through the motion, through the work and the learning we put in and the passion that drives it. Um, to make it, make it have a, bit of, um, a bigger impact. Like have people see it in another way than if you would just film it from farther away, steady, maybe with not so good sound quality. It just doesn't come across as much. And that was always my standard that I said, mm -hmm. I want to add something to the art of those people. Yeah, that's basically um, that thing because when I looked at videos online, before I got into filming myself, um, I was really inspired by some of those videos. Like one of my all-time videos that I that I love still to this day, that I send to people also, aside from our videos, <laughs> uh, when someone asks me, hey, what's this bachata thing you're doing? For example, the video by Marco and Sarah and at, I think, Bachatea. Um, it was in 2018, I think. 
Um, Which song is it? Sorry? Te Jeguito. I, I don't talk oh, Spanish. Oh, Tu Jueguito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it has millions of views. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, You've seen it 100%. It has like this one scene in there where like they do crazy turns to Trying like head to rolls think. to a dip. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. is th That's the one that got you into it or like really inspired you? That's one of those videos where I looked at it and I was like, Damn, I can feel this so much when I watch yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. But I think that that really shows in your videos. Um, by now, I, I know that whenever you upload or post something, I I also expect a certain quality because I know that you you deliver it. But, um, you know, there are some dances on YouTube where I, I watch them and I'm like, yeah, it's a nice dance, but man, I wish someone would film this properly because like you said, it it takes it to another dimension and it's just, yeah, it gives you a, a whole different feeling. It makes it the whole thing. I don't know how to explain more immersive or you just, yeah, you just, you feel you're dancing with them basically. Exactly. That's like the biggest compliment for us. Whenever someone texts us on Instagram and says, it feels like when I watch this, like I was there as well. And is this yeah. what you think sets you guys, like Bachata Media, apart from other videographers and their videos? Um, I think there's um, also a really great, um, like there's great videographers out there. Um, I think that people go about it in different ways, right? Um, yeah. I just know that that was always my objective. Because what I don't like is like an extreme example and that's none of the people that are big and that you know. But it has been the case that someone downloads our video that we produced and uploads it on another on their YouTube channel and crosses out our logos. Really? And basically, oh. <laughs> that's so bad. But that's something where I don't even get that aggravated. Like I'm basically I'm just gonna have YouTube block it. But mm -hmm. that's where I think what is his goal? Like, if he likes the work, he could share it on Facebook. He could he could make a shout out and be like, hey, I really love this. You guys should see it. And I want this to be spread. That would be basically, I want more people to see it. I think this is amazing. Giving credit to the artists, like the, the musicians, the dancers, and the videographers. And um, then there's people, what I saw sometimes at events, um, when someone goes to events and films every workshop demo with their phone, with their phone from the sideline and makes sure they post it on YouTube right after the workshop demo. So it's the first video of it online. Mm -hmm. That's something where I feel like the intention of it is not really um, to appreciate that work or to share. It's, it's probably I want to be the first and I want people to go on it. And I want to get traffic from it. And I think in that case, that's the only thing that I find really um, sad also. Like, why would you do that? You know, like, I think you have to try to deliver some value. But if you try to claim the work of others for yours or use it only for your interest, whatever it might be by getting followers from it, um, that's something I disagree with strongly. But also there's videographers that don't go into the circle and move much or that don't put sound on it 
but they capture it and they post-produce it in some way and they credit everybody that's involved and they travel to all those festivals and um, they bring value in different ways, you know? And that's something where you should just see how you want to go about it, right? Uh, I just know that my approach was, hey, if we put the sound on extra, if it's possible, uh, if we try to tweak those different um, those different um, options to do something with the image, um, we can capture it in a more engaging, more special way. And um, how do you say, amplify the effect of it. And that's something that was... Um, my atten- intention and that is the intention of our whole team um, to do. And that's why we also have the claim, we create to inspire and empower dancers. Like inspire dancers because through the videos um, that get shared more online because they are good quality, more people will see it. More people will be motivated by it maybe. Maybe some won't like it. <laughs> But uh, it's going to reach more people. And I think dancing, especially social dancing, is such a beautiful thing. And that's where I really see kind of our mission to make it more known, have it spread out more into the world and help artists communicate their message through our work, through our help. And um, yeah, to empower them to be able to focus on their art. And by our help, either by doing it or by teaching them how to do it to amplify their impact and make a positive impact. I think you're doing a great job at that. Agreed. And to come back to what you said before about people stealing your work, I mean, I've experienced that in other aspects of, of like, uh, yeah, of my life. But I, I see it as, I think that's the biggest compliment that someone can give you. Like they like your work so much that they want to put them out as their own. Um, of course, you know, you don't have to agree with what they're doing and I certainly don't agree, but I, I see it like that. And, and people that, you know, those that upload the videos right away, that's also kind of a compliment because they are afraid that if you put out a video, the quality is so much better that you're going to get all the views. So they just want to be the first and they know that that will might increase traffic for a little bit, but it's, you know, they're not going to stick around. Um, so I, I would, yeah, I would see it as a, yeah, see it as a compliment if you can. Um, yeah, but other than that, I think what you say, like your mission and all, all of that, I think you're, uh, you're succeeding with that. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's great to see videographers like you that, um, yeah, push, push the limits and deliver quality. But, uh, I also want to know what is, uh, you know, in the future, uh, I, I, I think you're the kind of guy that has a lot of vision and then, and like, like dreams and you know like a mission so uh, how do you yeah w- what is your future plans with with bachata media maybe once yeah once uh, we have this whole situation under control <laughs> <laughs> corona oh yeah that's a whole other topic huh um yeah first of all thank you very much um i appreciate that feedback and also i want to give positive feedback to you as well you too because um i think you're doing a great job and you're basically also doing that. You're giving dancers a way to communicate um, on a diff- in a different way to the world. And you're giving value. Like um, there's people that listen to those podcasts 
and it really helps them. Like I've listened to most of your podcasts and every one of them was like, there were always things you could take away from it. And I think up until now, it was basically always like, oh yeah, we see those great videos and it looks pretty and they look so perfect. And But artists, they have so much more to tell and so much to give, so much um, to learn from them. And also it gives co- opportunity to connect for people, like especially right now that we can't dance together um, as we used to. I think it's really amazing that you do this. And of course, we all have our own interests. Like you have fun doing it. Um, you enjoy working with interesting people and um, you will see how it evolves. But I think the main thing to come back before I go on about the future, <laughs> coming back <laughs> to um, what um, the intent is, I think, The intent of it is the most important thing. And if your intent is to create something um, for a certain goal, that helps others also. That also helps yourself. Maybe you can make it your profession. Maybe you can can live your passion with it. But if you have a positive intent, um, that also helps others. Then for one, you're going to be way more successful with it. And also you're going to have fulfillment with it. And, um, yeah, that's how the market, quote unquote, will always correct itself. As you said, someone who tries to, in the short run, get a quick high or get a quick uh, approval uh, will later on, um, yeah, it's not sustainable in my opinion. True. And hopefully it will help them to evolve to a different state where they see, yeah, actually it doesn't fulfill me, fulfill me either to do that. How can I actually give something and um, yeah my mission or our mission is um, now to basically um, keep creating keep um, helping artists to get to more people and um, one part of it is really to um, have more people find out about Machata, more people getting into YouTube videos um, of Bachata because we did that video with them when we were there. And um, through that, make an impact from our side. And also, um, through doing all that, we had, as I said, a lot of questions from friends, uh, artists that we worked with, and where we started helping them out on different topics. Like, my background is um, I have a marketing agency, and I basically work with... um, with normal businesses. Um, they want to be visible online. They want to reach their target audience and um, want to be able to use social media. And um, I try to give value to um, dancers that need help with whatever it is that I can help them with, with my experience through Bachata Media, through the videos, and with also the marketing aspect of it. So that's something, if you're a dancer and um, you have a question, never hesitate to just contact us on Instagram. We don't have any specific offers or anything yet, but I think that will also be something in the future where we might um, yeah, help more people also by teaching them what we've learned and um, such things.
Yeah, and I think you certainly did today. I mean, you yeah, you were giving value in this uh, in these forty five minutes, and uh, yeah, I'm happy that you that you joined us and uh, shared with us this. Yeah, for me, it was very inspiring. It was nice. I'm uh, I'm smiling. You cannot see, but I'm smiling. You <laughs> see, <laughs> smiling. All right. No, definitely. What Jan said. It's you know what I think. A lot of people. There's always more than meets the eye. You know. And a videographer, like we see the videos, but no one knows how much work goes into it. No, no one knows what goes into it and that there's so much more than just, you know, holding a camera and walking around in a circle. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think it's really nice to get this insight. You know, it's, it, I think it's interesting for a lot of people to hear the, the other side, you know? Um, so thank you for that. That was really, yeah. thank really you for nice. joining. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for that opportunity. I really enjoyed it and uh i think i kind of got into a rant no i loved it though it's it's really great <laughs> actually and uh i i hope i hope we can collaborate one day i always had this uh, idea that you know back when i thought that there was going to be festivals <laughs> i thought you know maybe one day we, originally the idea with our podcast was we're yeah. just going to get some microphones and we go to the festivals and we are we ask artists if we can take them backstage and Literally we're going to get them backstage. for the podcast you know <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was the original idea, you know. Like I said, hey Lucy, you know when this whole thing is over, like haha, um, you know. But uh, then I also thought it's gonna happen. Maybe one day I will run into a festival where I see Johannes, and then we could do like these short clips, you know, because uh, like very high quality, high definition, like maybe 10, 15 minutes interview, like a very interesting guest, and do it properly. Make clips for Instagram, make clips for YouTube. Yeah, but uh, that's the uh, yeah. That's not maybe gonna one happen. day, no, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but name, I would, I would name, love to name, do that. Name me, name me an event where we can do it. Where we can do it. <laughs> awesome, like if man. There would be a, if there would be some kind of magic news now, this land is Corona free. Get your test <laughs> live for the event. Oh, we can go. Yeah, Singapore maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would be up. I would be up to now. But, cool, man. Yeah, I think. We all just stay positive and um, we, we will get back there. I hope so. Yeah. Keep and, dancing. Keep uh, practicing. Even if it's just, just one or dancing. two people. Yes. Oh, no, just one. Only <laughs> one is allowed. Sorry. I didn't say two. <laughs> keep dancing for yourself or whatever is allowed. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, well, we usually do like, what is your Instagram and blah, blah, blah. But I think uh, for you, it's pretty obvious. It's uh, at Bachata Media, right? Just at Bachata Media written together. And on YouTube also, Bachata Media. And one tip, uh, if you want to get full quality, check it out on YouTube on a big screen. Uh, that, looks, that does something more than the little smartphone screen. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks you. for being with us. And uh, I hope to see you again soon. Me too. Bye-bye. All right, that was it. We reached the end of the episode once again. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being part of this show with us. Uh, we really appreciate to have you and it's uh, a lot of fun to yeah, keep doing these uh, episodes and to keep getting feedback. So we hope you like this one um, and uh, you got a bit of an insight into the videographer's life and how a professional like Johannes is approaching yeah, making videos. We have a lot of new things coming a lot of new shows planned i uh, hope you're excited for that because we certainly are <laughs> so yeah catch you in the next one peace